ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back after a huge hiatus to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Matt. Hey! Hello! Thank you very much! <laughs> we Mr. made it! E. <laughs> and you. all you patient people out there. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> We've been gone for a while. Uh, it was. It was really just... It, we wanted to record, but it was just a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, it, life happened. I guess is what people say. It did. It really did. Um, the the reason we stopped recording and we took a break was because my grandpappy passed away, so I needed some time to travel and whatnot. Um, and then Thanksgiving rolled around, and then I caught COVID, and then Mister that e happened. Went on vacation to Hawaii, right? Something positive. So oh, yeah, uh, that was awesome. Yeah, I didn't miss you guys. <laughs> shit, oh shit. Uh, then we tried to record, but we were ill-equipped for remote recording, so we played um, video games the rest of the night. <laughs> we that, did do that. That. <laughs> that. that romanticizes what happened. <laughs> <laughs> ill-equipped means Sean deleted the program because <laughs> he thought, I'll never use this again. <laughs> ill-equipped. You should, you should run for president. <laughs> That's so good. I just had it. <laughs> if I didn't know it, I would have been like, cool. <laughs> That's well, awesome. Uh -huh. Then Christmas and New Year's rolled around. <laughs> Pretty much. And now we're back. And we're back. <laughs> and I did delete the program, but hey, we're using it now. We got things rolling. Hey. Yeah, Here's man. another uh, remote recording because, Mr. E, you are down for the count, right? Yes, I got a bad fever right now. I don't know if it's the uh, Omicron or whatever they call it, but I'm just trying to not die at the moment. Right. Well, you look badass. Thanks. And you sound I'm just trying all to like, regulate my body temperature. Like an evil villain, you know, like, I don't give a shit. I'm sick, bitch. Like, oh, like, I don't have the energy for anything right now. There's no fluff right now. Yeah. No. Like, if someone attacked you, you just like cut their throat. Oh, like, they, yeah. Like, <laughs> like an anime character. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, so, like I said, you went to Hawaii. Do you have uh, pictures of what you did there, or can you tell us what you did? Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a combo trip. Uh, my birthday's in November, so we went in November, and then um, I also just recently got certified for scuba. So I kind of took that trip as a birthday trip slash celebratory trip to go diving all week. So that was a blast. I'm sure you guys know the water visibility in Hawaii is just crystal clear, which for diving is just amazing. I mean, mm -hmm. it was like it was like 50, 75 meter visibility. So it was awesome. And we I did two dives a day for two days straight and then did a snorkeling dive with manta rays the third day, which is awesome. Um, and I have pictures of all that stuff that I'll share with you guys. Um, the highlight of my trip definitely was seeing a hammerhead shark. Um, it's a lot different when you see those underwater swimming around and he was about 25 feet away from me and he was about oh, man i'd say about nine feet so it was awesome i'd love to share those pictures if anyone's interested in seeing them yeah on the instagram did they not attack you or something yeah sharks don't really attack scuba divers and the reason for that is is one we make a lot of noise when we breathe out bubbles and everything and two they simply just don't know what we are so they kind of stay away they say in the scuba industry, if you see a shark, you're in a really good environment because that means everything's thriving and they're eating, but normally they swim away from us. That doesn't feel, I don't, that doesn't <laughs> make me comforted at all. 
yeah. it's it's not that scary. I mean, literally, they normally go away. Is the answer? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's they, yeah. I won't get super into it because I could talk all day. Oh, no, for sure. That no, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Look for some pictures on the Instagram if you want to see uh, Mr. E's journey. The swimming with manta rays sounded amazing. I know you have some video from that, and I don't know how to share that with the public, but yeah. That yeah, fun. Uh, we'll put the link in the description or something. Thanks to Maestro for letting me borrow his GoPro for that. Right. Uh, Max, did you get any get into any trouble during the break? No. No? Same shit, different day. Yeah, pretty Always. much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> trying to survive. Like. <laughs> right? For the last two years, just wake up, go to sleep. Yeah, man. It's own kind of hell. I mean, it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's sick. Purgatory, it's fine. You, you're not quite. That's great. Bad, yeah, exactly. Not it's quite not quite good. hell. It's not quite heaven, though. It's yeah. like kind of in the. That's the perfect way to say it. it's hilarious. <laughs> I did get into some shenanigans just looking into some of the. Basically, what's kind of fun about not recording for so long is we can actually talk about almost anything we want to talk about instead of. I don't say forcing ourselves week to week to do stuff because week to week we find the stuff that they're you know that'll be fine, but. We wait this long, we really kind of pick and choose like goofy or weird shit. And so, oh, I, totally I don't know agree. why this. Well, you get to yeah, curate have... the selection here because, like you're saying, week to week, uh, you can't curate a lot. You kind of have to take what you can and make do with it. And that sounds lazy, but it it's really like, what do I think Max is not going to report on? <laughs> and, and like, yeah. what is cool and fits the bill and this and that? And I have something to comment yeah. on. Yeah. It is kind of weird. Like, it's almost like a week, like you try to be topical and stuff, but. The show's a variety show, so we can talk about whatever we want. So when we, so we have like a whole bunch of things to look through right here. So the, for some reason, this caught my eye, so I want to get your opinions on this. Um, so remember, basically, like all these fast food brands now are coming out with like new products besides fast food. And we talked about like the KFC console, the KF console before. That's like oh, one yeah. way to branch okay. out or something. So there's something from Arby's I thought was weird. I never heard of. Um, so Arby's curly fries. That's something. Uh, supposedly they're good. I've never been to Arby's. I'm gonna throw that out there. I think I've been think, once. Yeah, I don't know. Not not memorable. I've never been. That's they made a they made a joke once in Simpsons that it's gross, and I took it to heart. <laughs> I've never been there. <laughs> I don't know, roast beef that's from just, a fast food place. It's a true statement. I just never me. been there. I'm sure it's great, uh, but whatever. So anyway, they're um, the fast food chain Arby's. They're launching two new 80 proof vodkas inspired by curly fries and crinkle cut fries. Okay, I imagine. Like, do you want to get drunk uh, off French fry flavor? Yeah. What. Well, vodka's from potato, right? So I wonder what's different than regular potato that they're doing. Thank right? you. You're going to have to add Thank some you. sort of spice. Like, what is the curly cry- curly fry spice? Mm. Is it some sort of chili paprika blend? The, I don't know. The, the curly fried salt. vodka is distilled uh, with cayenne, paprika, onion, and garlic. There you go. Interesting. It's I would like try it. Sure does sound like something I want in my vodka. and uh the crinkle cut vodka they said uh is made with uh, real kosher salt and sugar to honor the tradition of salted potato shapes i don't know why they'd say it that way potato shapes is so weird to me but i think it's to your point mr e that yeah it's a it's a potato based liquor so it's basically just salty vodka is what i'm assuming it is (laughs) right because it's just if it's the uh, same that's what shit. it sounds like to me, but it just sounds disgusting. Yeah. I wonder if it's something you could mix with that that would make it really good, though. Well, here's the thing. Like ketchup. I think, well, it would be perfect. That's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. It would be perfect in a Bloody Mary. It's pretty much got the same flavor profile as a Bloody Mary. 
That's right? a good These one. acidic tones, yeah. this kind of harshness yes. to the vodka instead of, you know, fruitifying it up. Not that there's anything wrong like with the it. The curly fry yeah, one sounds... a different profile. Yeah, the curly one. The one with the paprika, the... Uh, the I, I would give it, it a shot, but it's probably not going to be my go-to. I'll tell you that. Like, yeah. I do enjoy my sweeter rums and whatnot. The crinkle cut ones what I'm like kind of not understanding because that's the one I just like salt uh yeah this, so I was like the being a potato based liquor this limited edition vodka is infused with crinkle and curly fry flavor so Arby's fans who are of legal drinking age can respons- can responsibly enjoy our menu from bag to bottle <laughs> but right there it even says like curly fry flavor it tells us but the crinkle guy flavor is basically salt so you know what's funny about all these alcohol <laughs> team ups is it's just a brand and they reach out to another brand that's already making a product and is like, hey, let us slap our label on it real fast and sell a couple of these as a limited edition blah, blah, blah bullshit. That's like all of these NBA stars, NFL people, anybody with some sort of contract is just like, slap my name on it. Mike Tyson. You beat. are hitting the nail on the head because I have another follow-up thing. That's exactly what you it's, just said. That's hilarious. That and it's so limited edition. They're not in it for the game. They're just trying to make money off their brand. It's fine, yeah. you know, but like... Limited edition is like that word. It's, it's like a buzzword. You hear it like, oh, yeah. But it could just be limited edition bullshit like this. Arby's vodka. That's right. I said it. But uh, there's, there's a chef even who made like some drinks with this stuff. And some of the items in the drinks include like Horsey sauce and Arby's sauce and the toppers are mozzarella sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like mozzarella sticks. So I was I like, this could be it. up your alley, possibly. Yeah, like, like, maybe this drink. It's a Bloody it's Mary. Like kind of... <laughs> it's totally a Bloody Mary. Like, all the cookie crap they put on those. Absolutely. Okay, so maybe, okay. So there's that one. But now, think, get your mind right for this one. It's another kind of boozy one. But uh, do you enjoy Oreo Thins? The thinner version of Oreo cookies? Uh no, I enjoy. Yeah, the I mean, I'm Oreo a man. Cookie, I, but like. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I eat Oreos. Like, come on, <laughs> Oreo thins. Uh-huh. Well, do you like red wine? Okay, occasionally. Okay, well, this is definitely the product for you. So <laughs> they've combined that in the same bottle, in a limited edition bottle of red blend coming from Barefoot Wine. So you, exactly what you just said, like, man, these two stupid companies just decided to slap their names together. So, and they, and so Barefoot Wine has partnered with cookie maker Oreo. And, and here's what it's called Barefoot times Oreo Thins Red Blend. Bum. How lazy is that, man? That's like the laziest thing. It's literally like, which is exactly what you just said about the whole. Yeah. It's <laughs> they just, just slap two things together. Because they're both playing off of their base and hoping that there's some cross-reference there. And, uh, you know, it's fine. Make money. Make hay while the sun is shining. Who gives a shit? But at the end of the day, like, don't expect to buy this on the shelf regularly. It's totally limited edition. Unless I know. This is a hellish product. Yeah, it's only available on the website. And, uh, and, yeah, the, the wine referred to as one that'll send your taste buds into fits of chocolatey delight is available on their website, like I said. And like I said, I hate the promotion. I hate everything. I love Oreos. I've always wanted to be sponsored by them, but <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, this is so ridiculous. I like, I you... want to, you know what? I will tell you, I will try uh, Wendy's Gin. I'll try some of that. Like uh, maybe okay. maybe a Taco Bell tequila. No, Del I Taco I was thinking tequila. like a Del Taco, Del Taco Taco tequila. Yeah. Well, oh, they have their chili. Yeah. Who's chili? 
chili fries no right don't they uh del taco has chili fries you love chili what if you had actually you're getting me a yeah, like a chili vodka or something from wendy's because you're into their chili Ooh, i can do that you're just you're a chili person yeah I could chili fuck with that. Vodka. <laughs> why does that be vodka though no i mean I, that's why i threw out gin initially i think wendy's is the most likely to have a gin you know they seem a little upper crust i want to write this down i think but that's this is important for later. we need to make a chili drink a chili drink that, again, that, I think that goes back to uh, essentially the um, uh, Bloody Mary profile. What are you? Uh, can it not be gross? Okay, we'll go yeah, back. I agree. There, there has to be some beans in it. <laughs> that is the challenge. <laughs> we'll, we'll brainstorm. We'll well, brainstorm. One last thing on the on the on, the, uh, on this thing is uh, so how much do you think it costs? So if you buy this on their website, each Barefoot Times Oreo Thin Red Blend delivery comes with two 750 milliliter bottles of the wine and a package of Oreo Thins for. How much do you think that costs? Oof. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going way higher. It's got to be like, uh, I don't know, 300 Wow, it's 25 bucks, but fuck, man. Like, you guys, really? we haven't done this in a while. You guys are all, you, I remember by the end of the last podcast, you guys were like, that car is 12100 getting all close. <laughs> yeah. You Wait, guys so are that was a bottle, a bottle of booze and a couple packs of Oreos? You get two bottles and an Oreo cookie thing for 25 bucks. Wow. That's a deal. I know. I kind of, that's part of the, the grift. So I was like, huh, I hate the name. Oh. Is there a smarter name for that? I, I thought red Oreo juice is better. Is Beto. Is better. Beto. Beto. My ears all messed up too. I told you I can't talk anymore. Um, Yeah, dude. Uh, Red, red Beto would work. Red what? You heard me. Red Beto. Red Beto. A nice red Beto blend. Red Betio. Possibly with some Arby sauce on the side. That'd be so delicious. Give me a mozzarella stick. Hey, good for white trash is eating all this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> just can I have some saltine crackers too? Oh, oh my god, this is you. Except you don't like you don't like uh, sweet things. Uh, well, you know what? It's funny. I was at the gas station yesterday and I picked up a pack of cupcakes. I was like, I just want some. Just what? Hostess cupcakes. Nom, 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 nom. The chocolate I mean, ones with the white. The white interior? Yep. Those are good. I only ate one, but uh, it was still good. <laughs> of course you would. What, are you saving the next one for next month or something? <laughs> I got to squirrel it away. You never know. I know. What the fuck? You buried it. <laughs> so I got a story here about uh, one of our favorite subjects, UFOs, or excuse me, as they're called now, UAPs. Ooh. Right? Scary. Because now we have to redefine the term because UFO is too mainstream for the for the government. Yeah, there's too much bad blood with that term. So for now we sure. got to like just change change the nomenclature. Uh, so a Stanford professor named Gary Nolan has recently come out and stated that he has analyzed UFO materials. Ooh, ooh. Uh, he's well known in the UFO circles. Is it a book the material? No, it's uh, fragments of metal. So he's he's pretty well known in the uh, UFO circles for his analysis of a supposed alien body called the Atacama alien. I don't know if you've ever heard that in your is, travels. Is that the one that looks really weird and it turns out not to be an alien? It's like a deformed child? Correct. Correct. Yeah. It looked like a six-inch deformed human. Like it was really small. And it turned out it was <laughs> yeah. a deformed human. It was a human girl, decayed and... <laughs> you know, mummified to a degree and blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, strange circumstances that led to mm -hmm. this, this corpse. Strange. 
So he analyzed it and debunked it and whatnot. And so um, later on, he was contacted by the government, the government, to do some government. research and some aeronautical companies and whatnot. They all reached out to him and they're like, hey, check this out. Check out this shit. So, yeah, I've heard of. Yeah, it's like they always check it out fragments. It's so funny. It's always like, here's fragments. Right, we we chipped this off the larger piece. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Like, give me the, give me the thing with writing on it. <laughs> what alien writing? Anyway. So this guy, he's back in the spotlight thanks to an interview with Vice. Uh, in the article, he claims that after his examination of the Atacama alien, he was approached by the U.S. government and several aeronautics companies. They wanted to ex- they wanted him to examine several small mysterious metal fragments. Uh, and he says, "quote." Some of the objects are nondescript and just lumps of metal. Mostly, there is nothing unusual about them except that everywhere you look in the metal, the composition is different, which is odd. Unquote. Like, isn't this, it's like something, because I, I love all this shit. Isn't it something like the isotopes are all weird? That's it. That's it exactly. Isn't it something like that? That's right? Totally yeah, it. it's like the isotopes. I know. So, I know. <laughs> I follow the UFO Reddit, so I just I read it like all the time. So it's almost like I'm sitting there. I think it's something with the isotopes, right? Like they're all out of way weird. Uh, you're you're totally right, and that's so funny. I I I was wondering if you would know about this because, uh, yeah, what he was saying was all of these all of these metals, um, had different isotope ranges, and uh, specifically magnesium, uh, found mm-hmm. in a crash site in Brazil in 1957. And it's known in the UFO circles as the Ubatuba, Ubatuba event. Um, and so when he analyzed two okay. samples from that event, they were wildly different from each other. But each one demonstrated uh, the isotope variation within the material. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, you know, this is all just a bunch of sciencey jargon just to say that um, this isotope difference is very unusual in that mankind can do that now we can change the isotope ratios in metals to um exhibit what we're seeing here Mm. but it's very expensive and there's no known purpose for this kind of variation so we don't know why anyone would spend the money doing this and yeah right so that's that's one reason why this is so strange and could be a foreign metal yeah and it's just proved it was, like, created. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about... Did it prove it was created? I guess because it can't occur well, doesn't naturally. That, I mean, isn't that what we're saying? Because, like, the isotope was, like, like forcibly isotoped. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck a, a better term I know, for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It, I, I tried to go... Right. And, and it's found from a crash site. I mean, I guess it could be an asteroid crash site, and it's created that way. But, yeah, it's... Well, what's the second reason? You said there was like two. Well, the the most interesting part for me is that we, back in 1957, when these samples were found, we did not have the technology to examine isotope levels like we do now and determine that all of these isotopes are different and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. So even if we did have the technology to create this back in the day, we wouldn't have the technology to examine it and know if we had actually created it. So it definitely lends... Yeah to the idea that this was created off world and is created by no phenomenon we know of, but can oh, yeah. be created by some sort of intelligence. So yeah. You, oh yeah. But I mean, UAPs have been real for 
for a long time. And, <laughs> and now it's just, you know, starting to get, basically it's, this is like soft disclosure, hopefully. That's, everyone keeps, that word is just so, is bandied around all the time. Just like disclosure is happening. Disclosure is happening. Why is disclosure happening? So it's like, I don't know, man. Because like, in my mind, I want it to be disclosure and be like, yep, aliens, here's, here's the pictures, here's the this. But the cynic in me is always like, that's never going to happen. But but they, I hope it does. But but all this stuff is starting to be at least factual. Like, this is happening. The Navy saw this. This incident, the metal pieces, the fragments. There's all this Well, I think you're stuff right. actually happening. In that it's part of a, a large branding movement in that. And this is just, I don't, this is my own conspiracy theory. And it's not even a conspiracy theory. It's just a thought that... Um, Excuse me. They want to rebrand the word UFO, so they used UAP. Of course. And then under that name, uh, they're releasing, you know, tidbits of information and adding legitimacy to the name UAP. So maybe there is some sort of change coming, and it's going to be a gradual change, you know? I mean, think about it, too. Like, since you said that can't, that crash came from 1957, all, we've been seeing the the UAPs or whatever for a long time and no one had that technology back then. Uh-huh. And so we're seeing it now. So even when people say, Oh, maybe it's just a foreign nation on our, on planet earth or whatever. It's like, well, no one had that technology back then that we saw some of the same stuff. And even those reports that came out, they only were from like 2000 something on, not 1950 on or whatever. That's like all the good stuff. And we went over that, you know why they did that. Because they, Aliens, because they, well, no, the reason they used <laughs> reports uh, uh, from two thousands on was because they wanted um, accurate instrumentation yeah. and to measure that rather or than the, just uh, word of mouth and shit. So you know they had to cut it off, but it's still fun <laughs> to indulge the other stories, no doubt. I want the word of mouth stuff. Yeah, exactly. But that's why like you have to take all that stuff with the greatest salt because that shit was so wacky back then that people could just be like, I saw a gnome creature, and they're like, oh, and they had to investigate it and. Once that word's out there, all of a sudden, like, I know about, like, five or six different types of aliens that supposedly exist based on all the stupid stories. It's like, come on, like, there's, like, lizard people, there's, like, Nordic people, there's the greys. It's like, this sounds like some Pokemon shit. So, and trust me, I, I want to believe, trust me, I'm the biggest believer, so, but just, I don't know. I liked what those kids saw. Back, just the last thing I'll say, I was like, whatever those kids saw, like, the South African kids, oh, I can't remember, it was, like, happened yeah. in the 90s, I think Bill Clinton was the president. And they all were like, we saw some shit, basically. And they all said it. And, they, and they're like kids, and they weren't acting type of deal. Like, I don't, they're, you know. Oh, yeah. That one was, like, the coolest one. That was crazy. Because it did. They, they saw it for a while. They saw it do, like, they saw it hover close, far. And I think they even saw it go from horizontal to, like, vertical at one point. Like, just do some crazy shit and then move on. That's supposedly, that's how they move. Like, this is, like, hovering in Earth. Is horizontal. And that's, like, I'm about to blink. Is yeah, and then I'm about to blink out. It's that it is vertical, nice. like this, and then that's like when they're using like the warp drive or something or <laughs> whatever they're doing. So if you see it, if like that's literally what it is, like cruising speed, and then that this usually would happen. That is funny, especially because like if, if that way they can go fast up, so you you hear the same thing. They go up or they go that way. So that mu- there must be some something. anyway. <laughs> So since we've been gone, actually, uh, NASA broke since two uh, record. I know. I could breathe. But, uh, anyway, I don't want to sing. <laughs> we thought about it. We thought about it, guys. But we're like, we're not going to sing it for you guys. Uh, but yeah, NASA broke two records. 
uh, one for feeding the most astronauts from a crop thrown in space, and two for huh. the long longest experiment to take place on the International Space Station. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you more about it, but like I think this story is just cool because this just has like far-reaching, you know, uh, ramifications <laughs> per se. For, is what I'm trying to think Guinness? of. Is that what you're talking about for the Guinness? For Guinness <laughs> Not for Guinness. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, yay Guinness, but it's more just about uh, going forth into the universe. We're always talking about like I think we both like the idea of long-term space travel, right? We're always bringing that up on the show. So this is like this crop fed the most people in space so far. So that could possibly lead to more of this kind and growing crops in space. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, okay. So, um, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I'll tell you more about it. So, uh, so the, it, it was a pepper plant. And so the pepper seeds were at the center of a plant habitat four. So they call the experiment PH4. Kiss my ass if they just months. peppered a, a bunch of salads or some shit. All right. Are, are, are you talking Shut about like, like a bell pepper? <laughs> or like, are we talking about like crushed pepper? What are we talking about here? It's, um... It's a spicy pepper. I didn't okay. get the exact like what it is per se. Okay. It's a dwarf something. Here, give me here. Let me figure it out for you. But no, they, they grew like, for four months. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking some low yield like like crushed pepper kind of things, and I was like, fuck, fuck that. But no, pe- oh, you mean like like what you get in Pizza Hut stuff? What do you mean like the? No, no, like like salt and pepper. Pepper. Yeah, like Pizza Hut stuff. Is that what you mean? Like the like oh crushed pepper that's like those little flakes? No, not a pizza. Salt and pepper. The, the two fucking tubes that usually come on a table, one's labeled salt and the other's labeled pepper. Okay, what about it? I was thinking that's... pepper. That's not Pizza Hut pepper. <laughs> oh, that kind of pepper. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're dumb. Fucking, and I'm dumb too. I'm, yeah, we're both stupid. <laughs> Let's just... <laughs> I think so. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what's funny? Because I know I'm talking about this type of pepper, so I'm like, no, not salt and pepper. Pepper, stupid. Oh, wow. That is hilarious. <laughs> we're dumb. Sorry, everyone. You're listening to the show. We're not good anymore. <laughs> we used to be good. We were on top. We had 10 listeners. No. 100. So, back to this. So, the plant uh, is called <laughs> PHO4, and it pushed the state-of-the-art in space crop production significantly, the guy said. So, oh, it's a hatch chili. Here we go. Sorry. There you go. Oh. It's a, it's a, they took a, so here's what they did. They, they, they took a field cultivated hatch chili pepper from New Mexico, dwarfing it to fit inside the plant habitat. And then they had to figure out how to productively grow it. The, the first generally recognized fruit crop in space. And this took, you said this took, this was done over a span of a couple of years. So even though this doesn't sound like much, like growing up, like some pepper plants, they, they're growing this in microgravity. And this really was an experiment, and they don't. And this is like the best, most yield they've gotten so far with this pepper plant and whatever juju they've done here. I love it. It's it's interesting because like I don't know all the all the process that would have to go into it as far as hydroponics, and then plants are usually grown in gravity and you know just sunlight and all that crap, just temperatures. Just mm-hmm. yeah, that's a fascinating. Yeah, pretty process. much, yeah. Has to all be has to be all controlled, like stuff we take for granted, definitely. Yeah, and, but you're so right that the, the Guinness is just like, yeah, they cut a bunch of spicy peppers and put them on tacos. So it did technically feed the most. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. <That's fine. laughs> so, yeah, I broke the record. Yay. But, but I just like the idea that they are starting to like, because look, uh, they plan to, uh, to grow more things, including dwarf tomatoes and testing new types of leafy greens. So dwarf things. So they got dwarf peppers, dwarf hatch peppers and dwarf tomatoes i imagine tomatoes would grow pretty well you give them some sort of lattice work 
in space. Like, does, does dwarf just mean small? Oh, like probably. they don't grow big. Oh, I would assume like, the, like a... the the fruit or the uh, you know vegetable is small at that point. I was wondering that as well. Yeah. Uh, uh. So many questions, basically. But basically, uh, yeah, the goal for these experiments is to to enable uh, sustainable crop production for future long duration missions out in space. So might have to eat sp spicy tacos. I know you wouldn't like that. But you, although you could just bring a bunch of saltines, you'd be actually I'd be begging you for stuff, frankly. Oh, they wouldn't let me have saltines in the spacecraft. All those crumbs. Yeah, they, they probably have like uncrust. It wouldn't be. No, for that reason, I wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I I love that idea, and I I there's something poetic about. Um, I would you use your shit. When you shit in this long-term voyage to, to Mars, would your shit go to feeding the plants or would it go to the radiation shield on the side there? That's what I'm thinking. Half now. and half. You think half, half and half. half? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, you have to measure exactly what comes out because there's no gravity that pulls it out as we figured out, right? We, did we learn that on this show? Oh, as far as... Or, or did I read that? Yeah. Oh my Maybe God. I just read it. That's crazy. But isn't peristalsis there to help you push it out? That's the process by which your body. Yeah, but gravity is not there to let it fall out. Oh, so you got to have a suction thing. I don't, they don't suction. I don't. I'm not sure I want to know more. I think they have like a spoon or something. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think there's a spoon, but it's definitely like, it sounded like, oh God, a nightmare type of deal. <laughs> yeah, so. Sounds like a nightmare. Space is not sexy right what's now. What's the next space record? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What was the well, oh, well, well, there was two. Yeah, th that was uh, the longest experiment in space was growing that thing because they grew it for four months. And the other one was feeding the most astronauts. Also, isn't that kind of a cop out? I think the longest experiment in space is the space station itself at some point. No, it's 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 a total is a is a building an experiment <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> the leading up, tower of Even though, yeah. You know what? As soon as it crashes, it will. It's still going. Bruh. As soon right? as it's done. Supposedly, it's, when especially it's done, it's going to crash into the atmosphere. Oh, I just done that. Why not? I know, but in my mind, like, just send it out. I don't and know. Let Voyager find it later. Send something that big out. Just, you know, we've seen enough movies. Just blow the air out one of them. Just, like, <laughs> let it, just give it a chance. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> just slap it like, time to go, highest <laughs> international space station. You've been good, but. You gotta go have your own life. You're done good. Get out there. Start one day it'll create bacteria and other plant. <laughs> okay, guys, I think it's about time for our game. So, as you know, what's better than most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects, then our judge, who will be me, will put a spin on it. Then our other two contestants will debate it. So, host Sean, if you could do me a favor and just pull one of these suggestions out of this hat here. Oh, yep. And tell me what it says. All right. I have got one as soon as it's unstuck from another. All right, here we go. This suggestion is whale brain versus elephant brain. <laughs> okay. And it okay. will come back. <laughs> And we're back, and we're ready for our game here. So as you know, the topics are whale brain versus elephant brain. I'm going to award each contestant a topic. I'm going to award host Max with whale brain and host Sean with the elephant brain. 
Each contestant will have one minute to make their opening statement and then a 30-second rebuttal period. Who should go first? We'll make... Well, this is always a tough choice. We'll make Post Max go first. And here's your prompt. I'll read it a couple times. Earth has created a new super-intelligent task force designed to tackle ongoing issues as well as stop any intergalactic threats. What is the better name for this new task force? Okay, once again. Earth has created a new super-intelligent task force designed to tackle ongoing issues as well as stop any intergalactic threats. Which would be a better name for this task force? Let me get my stopwatch ready here. Remember, host Max, you're going first. You'll have one minute. And your time starts now. Whale Brain is a better name for the Earth Super Intelligent Task Force, which is used to defend Earth from intergalactic things, because whales swim. And if you think about it, that's like swimming the most, like, Thing you could be going in space. Elephants could would be shitty in space. They'd be like, Bah like they couldn't they can't move. They're a land based animal. Whales can can kind of swim and you can swim in space and so that is a space like quality that other alien races would admire and fear. Okay. Twenty seconds. Everyone loves elephants, even aliens. So you want a strong strong name against for this Task Force. Um, the Whale Brain is the best name. And that is why. <laughs> also, whales are bigger than elephants, okay? Whales are bigger. There's been more movies about whales. Free Willy. Okay. Free Willy. Let me get that one down. Elephants suck. Okay, host Sean, you have one minute starting now. Okay, so uh, here's why I don't think Elephant Brain would be the better uh, name, I think the name should be Earth Space Tusk Force. All right. So now that we know that, I think uh, here's why. Because elephants are majestic bosses, right? Like whales are majestic, but they're not bosses like elephants. Elephants defend their territory. They remember everything, right? We know that from Disney. They're like, hey, Baloo, fucking, we're going to show you how to be a soldier, which is essentially what this is. Or they told Mowgli, like, we're going to we're gonna train you how to be a soldier. Hup too, motherfucker. Because they are pack animals. They're fierce. They, they defend their territory. They know their bounds, frankly. You know, they're not trying to uh, overspawn and, you know, fuck everything. Like, they're not deer. Um, so, Earth, Space, Tusk Force. That's the winner. All right. Host Max, you have one thirty-second rebuttal starting now. Okay, well, first of all, that's not the fucking prompt. It's whale brain. You have to say <laughs> elephant brain. You can't change the name. So if we're doing that, okay, the orca fence team six there for that. If you want that, but fucking the whales are majestic as fuck, and they they're really sound-based creatures. And sound space is all about sound. It's it's a space thing. So we need to listen to that stuff. Okay, and they're majestic, and Five, they're half people, half humans. I mean, they're half of uh, uh, orcas. The Orca Fence Team Six is their name, and they have okay, guns, and up. they're way better than elephant stuff. No one likes that's a stupid name. Time's up. <laughs> okay, oh, Sean, you have one thirty-second rebuttal starting now. So I think uh, it. Okay, so if we're going to Whale Brain, then mine's gonna be an acronym. It's gonna be a uh, wonderful human <gasps> appreciation life envelopers. 
um, begins uh, right at in now. And so uh, that's, you know, so we'll go with an acronym. Uh, the first part was pretty good. Wonderful human appreciation, love engagement. I don't remember what the rest of it was, but you know what? Uh, it's a hell of a lot better than trying Your to fit up. elephant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. I could tell we're a little rusty at this. It's been a while. <laughs> um, some good points. Whale swim. I thought that was a great point. Free Willy was also another great point. Um, I like the symbolism of swimming, like they swim in space, though. That was a good point. Um, some good points from host Sean here. They're majestic. That's usually the first word people use to describe elephants. Um, I like how you said that they're not afraid to get down. Um, they remember things, and they're fierce. Um, back to host Max, I love how you called him out on twisting the prompt. Thank you very much. So I didn't have to. So you get a little, you get bonus points for that. Um, and they're sound-based creatures, which I thought was a fantastic point for space, because um, that's like how we get all of our information from what's out there, right? Back to host Sean here. Um, I like you also received bonus points for the acronym, even though you kind of shit the bed at the end there, but you tried. Um, and I think your best. Your best point here was that in a task force to stop intergalactic threats, your big point was that elephants are defensive. So I think that played into the prompt very well, and our winner will be host Sean today. Oh, my God. It's because he said acronym. Good job. That was a good one. That was a good way to spin it while still keeping it in the bounds of the game. (laughs) That's why I was so – as soon as he said it, like – Fuck, that's like, that such a good idea. <laughs> the whole time you were talking there, I was like, oh, okay. Well, then I tried to make an acronym, and like, I got to wonderful human appreciation. And, and like, after that, it was just like, ah, fucking. <laughs> Isn't that, and that's whale, and you're supposed to do elephant. Hey, look at that. I still won. <laughs> okay. I thought that at one point you were like, wonderful or something. I'm like, what? Like, I really shit the bed on that one, but hey, I'm not I'm not giving up the trophy. So, that's a hard one. He said we're rusty. That's a hard one. <laughs> that, that is a hard one. It was hard for me to think of a spin for that. No, that was good. No, there's like no difference between brains, so I was like, okay. No, yeah. It was <laughs> I like hard prompts like that though. That's fun. I do too. No, but that yeah, that one. is a hard one, trust me. I, oh, I wouldn't fun. be in your shoes. Yeah, but that one, I was like, oh, I was I was thrown for a loop. Of the, I'm so pissed at the acronym, too, because that would have been so easy with the whale if I had just had time. I, I never would have thought it, though. Good That's game. All. Good game. Good yeah. Game. Good, good game. job. Good game. All right, gents. Um, where was that story I wanted to tell you about? It was right here. Oh, we love our treasure, right? Huh? We love yes. our treasure finding uh, yeah. stories and treasure yes. hiding and seeking and all that shit. Um, so I have a new one here out of France, which I thought was very interesting. And they're always finding treasure over there. Are they? Oh. I think so. I feel like we talked about it. every time they find treasure, it's over there. Sounds right. So a there mountain climber in France discovered dozens of rare emeralds and rubies on Mount Blanc, which is also a mountain. I thought it was just a pen. You learn something new every day. Mount Blanc. I thought that was like a wine or something. <laughs> we both ignorant. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a it's a mountain, and someone found rubies and gems. Rubies and gems. Yep. Were they Emeralds like dusty and... looking, and he he could, or they look all shiny still? I assume they were covered in snow and whatnot. You know, mountainous huh. debris. I don't know about dust. Ah, who knows? Snow. I when I picture uh, Mont Blanc, I see snow capped mountains. 
Oh, I thought a deserty hellscape. <laughs> Could be. Who knows? Yeah, with with the with the pyramids in the background. Totally. France is close to Egypt, France. right? <laughs> Tons of pyramids. I'm so the get to another way. The gems are uh, worth about um, one hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Right? Wow. Woo-hoo. And yeah. What do we say, he gentlemen? He doesn't get to keep them. Yeah, what do we say, gentlemen, get... when you find Don't treasure? tell anyone, yeah. <laughs> Some secrets are better left untold. Right? That is the general consensus, yes. Uh, so in this case, he found them in 2013, contacted the authorities, who held on to them until the owner could be found. No owner came forward. What? Right. So, you know, they look for owners because there are some theories about where this comes from. Um, These were thought to have come from a plane crash that happened in 1966 in those mountains. A gem dropping plane crash. Well, so here's the deal. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever played a video game, but there's tons of treasures to be had at plane crashes. (laughs) Yeah, just right. Everything just like, oh, shit, it's raining gems. Houses, pottery. It's all it's all the grabs. (laughs) So uh, treasure chest. <laughs> so um, the reason there may have been gyms on the flight is because it was thought that the flight was shot down by some sort of military because the father of India's nuclear program was flying on it. So maybe oh. maybe he was escaping or flying, you know, to and fro or yeah, I could see them traveling with some sort of high value currency as well. That always these guys. Are, so this badass is a nuclear physicist flying his own plane, getting shot at by people, and he's dropping gem bags. Yeah, all this to say his movie's coming out this summer. I know, Tom Cruise, <laughs> yeah, playing an Indian doctor. <laughs> a gem bag, no, because it's not. You didn't find it in a plane wreckage, so it just so even so. What are you like? Oh no, my gem bag got just sucked out the door. <laughs> but I mean, what what are the odds of this many gems? gemstones sitting there in a pile like <laughs> like a classic <laughs> robber like with my sack of gems <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> i don't believe this theory by the way this is the stupid theory is there a better one <laughs> <laughs> this is the running theory this is this that's is the running theory with. that is the stupidest shit my gem bag no <laughs> so so uh yeah they held on to it until now because no owner has come forward and the government almost Nine years later. Yep, almost. So the government, or yeah, exactly, I guess, or whatever. So uh, the government was gracious enough to give him half of the gemstones. Really? Really? That's bullshit. Really? I'm pissed they gave him half and not all of them. Well, it's legally his, half of it. Legally, half of it's better than all of it. Kind of like a, that Ozark guy, you know? Night. It's like, what are you going to do with fucking gems? Like, you have a gem guy? Like, that's what sucks. Like, I mean, I guess he still has to get a gem guy, but at least these are legal versus you have to, like, go to some... How do you get... A <laughs> hundred... What do you say? How much? Like, basically $150,000 in gems. Like, what would I fucking do with it? I don't, I don't know. what I'd, I'd go to a pawn shop, I guess. And he'd be like, I guess... Like, best I could do is 20 bucks. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, there's some sort of there's got to be some sort of uh, gym commodity market. It's like gold. You know, I assume I don't know if that if that's the way it works, because gyms are being made. 
So I guess in my mind these are ancient looking gems, but they're like cut new gems or something. Gems? When I hear gems, I think ancient treasure. But you said this. What was this plane crash like? <laughs> You're picturing gold coins in a treasure chest. Yeah, shit, I mean, like... you said treasure. You said me up. It's in France. So I thought it was like some. <laughs> I thought it was like a royal family treasure thing. Now it's like. Sounds like a high. Okay. It's all, <laughs> just looks like gems. What? I was just. I was. So the the other half of the gems, besides the one he's pocketing, are going on display at a local museum. In France. By this mountain. Gems. Like, they're all cut, like, to be in... She's still they're all pretty and sparkly. Gems. Like, they've had the ability to cut gems forever, my friend. They're diamonds. They're... they're. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there like, it sounds awesome, but it's like, ah, oh, man, that would suck. If I, I want to find a pile of money, not gems. Like, yay. Oh, my God. You... Man. Anyway. What? I'll take gems. Fine, I'll take right, the gems, yeah, take okay? The gems. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fine, I'll take them. <laughs> You can have half, but now if we're talking about like some super rare, uh, I'm trying to think of like a like a swamp log, you know, where the loggers used to pull up logs from the swamp, and like your great uncle is like, ah, I'm dying, and here, take my log, and it's just the size of a house, but it's worth tons of money. It's like, ah, fuck, like I I don't know how to deal with this. I'm gonna pawn that for less than it's worth. A swamp log? Oh yeah, know about swamp logs? I don't know what that. I don't know what you're talking about. You ever watch those shows where they they log the loggers would pull up logs from the swamps of Louisiana? It's like Discovery, no. of course, or History Channel. You know, they both <laughs> they both lost their integrity. So they need lo- they need logs from the swamp. Yes, because what happens is you have these logs that fall in there, and then the swamp essentially mummifies them. And um, I think there's some sort of process where some of the molecules are swapped out, and you know the colors change, and blah blah blah. So. You know, it produces a good log. It produces a, a good-looking <laughs> log, apparently a high-quality log. Like, I don't know the fucking okay. process, but they're after them. and they, log. They pay money for them, and they're huge, <laughs> and they're worth money, as opposed to small and fucking diamond-shaped, and quit your bitching. Could be worse inheriting treasure. <laughs> I was going to say. Goddamn. <laughs> it sounds like the equal problem to me. Same thing. They're equal to the problem. Like, I got a swap log. Okay. Fucking not. <laughs> At least you can put that in a safety log. deposit box. That's bullshit. In the bank or swamp something. Swamp log. <laughs> look this, someone look this shit up. That doesn't sound. Mummified logs. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> God damn it. real treasure was the logs we found in the swamp all along. <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do with treasure if you fell on it. I know. That's, I'm just too dumb. Preserved logs from ancient forests? Is that what Maestro's post in there? That mean like... What, are you gonna make a cabin out of this shit? Like, yeah, this no, table was from ancient law. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, are you saying they're like fossilized? Like they're like a thousand years old, like like five million years old or something, like prehistoric trees. They look from like the original forest, and they would use the river to put these huge trees down, you know, down the river, and someone gets stuck. But they're really old, and people pay a lot of money for that wood. Because it's like preserved and it looks really cool. Like they make big tables out of it and stuff like that. So it's very expensive. Cables? Not wood cables? Full of shit. This whole show is bullshit. Okay. It's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm surprised they gave this guy the fucking treasure and I'm happy for him. And he did the right thing by contacting the government. But he boo. Did. 
We should say more stories like this because this is actually at least the right way to do it. And normally they always take it and that's it. Well, the I fact that they actually gave him at least half is almost a win because all the other stories we heard it's always and they never saw it again. <laughs> so this at least is on the up and up. So I mean, my favorite is the guys who found the gold, and then overnight the government came in and dug it up and was like, ah, there's nothing there, <laughs> except yeah. except we left a giant Thanks. hole. <laughs> exactly. Uh, assholes. Yeah, I got another one coming up after after your next story as well. Well, uh, we've talked about this a couple times, and I think we even talked about it on this episode already, Poop in Space. <laughs> but uh, we talked about, like, uh, uh, a lack of effective radiation shielding. Yes. Yes, we have. Right? We've talked about it before. On and the that's Mars why and we almost... Poop. Exactly. We've talked about the poop shield. And we're, what other stuff have we talked about? I thought we talked about some other way of shielding, because this is, like, a new way, possibly, I'm going to talk about. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, are there any other shields besides the poop shield? I mean, that's the most memorable for me. Okay, can you tell the audience what the poop shield is? So, on the mission to Mars, the the um, astronauts will be subjected to a lot of radiation, just solar radiation. And uh, one way to counter it is to put physical matter between you and the source, i.e. the sun. Uh, and so, what their plan is, is to use their poop. They'll put it in baggies and somehow line the wall with it, putting more physical material between you and the radiation. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So, possibly we could maybe find a new way of shielding and not have to do that. I, I mean, Wouldn't that'd be nice to not have to store your own poop. But for, here's for, the, it's got to go somewhere. From... So it's going to go to the plants, I guess. That's good. All right. Yeah, we could make it. We could use the poop for the plants now. Yeah. The future. One day, I think we're all striving for a future where the poop gets to go just away. But as of now, <laughs> it's still it's still being used. I guess frolics in some sort of farm. Yeah. Out of sight. I know it just magically disappears, but now it's still going to be in the walls. Okay, so I want to talk about this stuff right here. So, um, as we were talking about, like long term space uh, travel, they're going to need some type of shielding. So, according to this paper, they they could possibly use a special type of fungi that thrives in high radiation environments called Platyosporium. Sparrowspermum. Huh. And it could form a living shield around what? the astronauts in space. What makes this a shield fungi. better than anything else? Like, it's well, just like a fungus it, that kind of grows and... Yeah, it's a fungus that grows and it it, um, it uses uh, radiosynthesis. It pulls energy from radiation, just like most plants pull energy from sunlight via photosynthesis. Oh. And this is on the outside of the ship? Um, they didn't necessarily say how they'd use it. Like, I, in my mind, it'd be like a where the poop layer is. I call it the poop layer. I see. Where they put the poop. I assume they just grow the, the fungus there instead. Yeah. In my mind. If, you know, if things, if this is how it works. Um, so it could be this living fungus shield. And so the fungus not only blocks radiation, but actually uses it to grow. Oh, I already said all that. <laughs> uh, but, um, they found this stuff. Um, this radiation-loving fungus uh, survives on Earth in extreme places like Chernobyl nuclear power plant in Ukraine. So I don't know if that it's there. I don't know if it, cre- it was created there, but they they just mentioned it here that it's there. Though that 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 bacteria or that's, this fungus. That's kind of interesting. It, it makes me wonder if it actively absorbs or if it just blocks and absorbs. It like, pulls, is it trying to? It says it pulls up? energy from radiation, radiosynthesis. Very cool. So it's absorbing like the radiation yeah. and using it to grow instead of using sunlight. Um, the stuff is, and uh, here's okay. So what happened in 2019? 
they uh, the researchers flew some of the fungi to the International Space Station, and they watched it grow for 30 days, and they measured the amount of radiation that passed through it, and then they had a sample like control, and basically they found uh, like a 0. 0.07 inch bit of this uh, fungus blocked 2.17 percent of the radiation. So basically, like not much of of the fungus blocked not much radiation, but two point like two percent basically. Like the control experience two percent higher than this one, so <laughs> something was blocked, and probably just because there's a physical huh. barrier between the two things. So, but yeah, I mean, like, so yeah. At that point, the real question is, um, out of all of our radiation blocking solutions, uh, how viable is it as far as what do you need to upkeep it and blah 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 versus poop or a new sure. type of like, I'm like, cheating or I don't know. I'm you. <laughs> or whatever, you know. I mean, poop already just sounds like you'd have to fucking put it in bags. It's like making bricks. This is like gonna at least grow and maybe be more I would imagine uniform in my mind. I would imagine you could have some sort of um like uh spherical or not spherical but more of a like a like a, a, poop a, tubes? a thin layer of poop tube. Essentially a thin layer of septic tank around the whole thing. And you'd have to like, I don't know. I don't know I how that works. Like that but. because what if what if you're under attack, like in the void, like what if Voyager was under attack and they got shot at the ship and all this poop came out on the way gross. to Mars? At least little like packets could come out. Like, oh no, gonna, the poop shield. Think they're gonna run into a Pack- lot of Vidians or Borg on the way to you Mars? You don't know. Still, it's gross. You're gross. Um. <laughs> Dude, space travel is gross. The pioneer. It is. The frontier is fucking gross. Like, anytime you it examine is. any sort of pioneer activity, get ready to lose a toe. Any frontier <laughs> is gross. It's basically the truth. <laughs> um, so they were saying that uh, the fungus grows about 21% faster in space than it does on Earth, meaning the fungus' ability to act as a protective shield for astronauts could actually grow more robust the longer the mission lasts. So just basically the longer there, it just would get all, yeah. uh, I guess, thicker. And so the the team estimates that on Mars, to bring the radiation levels down to an Earth-like condition, habitat would need to be covered with 7.5 feet of this radio-synthesizing fungus. That's thick, right? That's taller than a person. Yeah, exactly. We're talking like height, like essentially, like but on the wall. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. They they said the same effect could be achieved by burying the habitat beneath. Three meters of Martian dirt. Oof, three meters. It's quite a bit. Yeah, because like this is two point three meters to seven point. So that's bigger than seven point five. Wow. So actually, it's better. Oh, I never did that math. Okay, yeah. So it's actually a little better than dirt. So I dirt love, you need to do more. I love the idea this conjures up when you think about um, like sci-fi writers in the fifties and they're writing about you know things on Mars and shit and on the moon. Uh, and then you see the illustrations and they're all just like silver domes with tubes leading out of them. You never saw an yeah. illustration where it was just a big green fuzzy ball. Like, fucking For sure. There. Like half of it's berry or like, yeah, like some broccoli on top or some Absolutely. shit like blocking. Yeah. That'd be a cool <laughs> yeah, visual. Dude. I like that. It would be sick. I mean, that'd be a fun town to live in. Frankly, like if you're talking about a colony somewhere, like that'd be a beautiful view. It's just all these luscious green things and shapes all over the place i mean yeah just like i wonder, I wonder how pretty the fungus is i mean fungus in your mind sounds gross in my mind it looks like beautiful moss but they say fungus so for all i know it's like goopy weird looking i mean they didn't, they didn't see any pictures of it <laughs> you think but... it's super mario brothers 
Yeah, it's exactly. Just, just like all this like oozy, just like stringy shit. It, like, that's yeah. what a fungus looks like. It's probably gonna look gross <laughs> and like. Ugh. I was thinking like a nice manicured wheatgrass, just like it's seven feet long, just kind of draping down. Uh, probably looks like something like you didn't clean your shower enough or something. It's <laughs> like what the like? Oh, what is this? Like <laughs> it's probably still gross, but, but I mean, I because I just realized. I actually I just realized as I was saying that too. I thought I thought in my mind beautiful green. Like and I'm like uh-huh. wait, it's probably gross. Oh, yeah, baby shit green and like yeah, mm-hmm. bubbly mm-hmm. and slimy. Now if we can figure out oh, how to what, eat it, then we'd be in business too. That'd be cool. That'd be nice. I'd eat some fungus with some hot sauce on a taco with some peppers. Yeah. Grow some peppers. And then wash it down in with our a own side of in Arby's our... vodka. Oh my god. I'm like, I hate the future. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah, let's go back. Uh, one, one last thing uh, about like radiation stuff, you know, shielding in space and stuff. And uh, basically, obviously, the more things that are in the way of the radiation, the better. So like even like in a space mission, they probably if they saw like a solar flare coming, the, the astronauts would have to like go to the cargo section of the ship or something, even if there was like radiation moss everywhere or poop shield or something like that. And but uh, the upcoming uncrewed Artemis mission that's going to launch sometime this year is testing a protective vest designed to minimize the radiation doses received by the wearer. So there's like a little probe going to go out there with a vest on that's supposed to be worn by people. I love it. Well, I guess we'll look. Yeah. Because essentially that's a a great technique is, uh, you know, in conjunction with the exterior protection, you know, protect your innards. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially if like, you know, you get shot by Vadians or something or the (laughs) Vardwar and all of a sudden, all of a sudden your poop shield goes down, like the poop shield go down. Yeah, that was a fungus. It's dead. It's dead. Oh no! Get your, you know, at least you have your, your. Sh- would would it be a poop? A I mean, poop. Uh, a poop vest. Outfit. A poop vest. I oh, hope yeah. there's not poop in the vest. No, I hope. Oh not god. Too. I hope it's lead. Please yeah. just be lead or something. If the vod war cut up to you, you'd never know what hit you. Like I know. So maybe in the future they could just like poop and then throw the fungus in there. It'll be a nice big poop fungusy. You know, maybe they can piss in there too, jizz in there, just all that stuff. Just, just throw everything in there. It's gross. It's like literally like the sewer. The whole thing's over there. It just released that fungus. I'm sure the fungus will love that shit, literally and figuratively. And then Nothing it has radiation to grow. Waste. And then like in a hundred years, it's going to be sent to it and take over the shit or something. <laughs> like, please, please treat me. Kill me. <laughs> I've been your slave forever. Uh, so, okay. I have another treasure story. I primed you with the first one. Right? In France? Uh, This one is not in France. This one is Uh, here in America. American treasure. So again, uh, mystery. What do we say when you find a treasure? What's our common saying? Don't fucking tell anybody about it. Don't fucking tell anybody about it. That's what we tell you. today. Yeah. So uh, a deep sea treasure hunter is marking his sixth year in jail for not disclosing the whereabouts of missing deep sea gold. <laughs> oh, wow. Jail, bro. Jail. We're doing this? What are you talking What? It's in America. You said yeah, it's in yeah. America, right? Yeah. Oh, man. He's in jail because he won't tell him where the missing Confederate gold is. It's not Confederate. But... So it, his name is Tommy Thompson. And what we know about him Fake. is that his parents hated him before he could talk, you know, for naming him Tommy Thompson. Yeah, uh, other than exactly. That, like, yeah, that's a fake name. That guy's a spy. Okay. Right, for sure. For sure. Tommy Thompson. Kiss my ass. 
Hey, what do you want your fake name to be, uh, Frank? I don't know. Tommy Thompson. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, give me a beer. <laughs> exactly. There it is. So, um, he was a treasure diver, and he found a sunken ship, the SS Central America. He found it in 1988. Okay. Okay. Quite a bit ago. A while ago. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. I was a year old when he found it. <laughs> um... So this is uh, the SS Central America was a gold rush era ship that sank in a hurricane off the coast of South Carolina in 1857 with thousands of pounds of gold aboard. Wow. Thousands of pounds of gold. It sank. He found it in 1988. He took gold from the ship, melted it down. And created 500 gold coins. <laughs> Why would you do this? I, right, well, you need to get rid of the evidence because the gold bars are stamped with like government issue bullshit or, you know, some sort of traceable thing. Melt so. it and then you got to just make just bars. Out. You make normal bars out of it. Can't you just say you got it from jewelry or something? Old jewelry? Anyway. Oh, oh just oh, yeah. melt it down into coins. a bar? What kind of coin? I'm just saying like coin. Like, wait, did you mean like just coins? <laughs> Period, or they like like they look like treasure coins. I don't know, like a skull and crossbone on it. I don't know. <laughs> I know, but my like, what he designed a currency? Like that's the like, you mean just like medallions, probably, sign. huh? Like just a basic bitch ass, like a little bit of gold. Okay. That's a great question, and I would love to know the answer to that. Because I mean, wouldn't if <laughs> his you, face is on it? <laughs> if you had the ability, wouldn't you fucking make your own currency with like yeah, your face and shit, like turn sideways? It's gold, like <laughs> the Steve-O thumbs up. A gold coin. <laughs> That'd be worth a lot, but like, hey, this is like worth a favor. Like, hey, let me in this place. <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, despite tons of pressure from the government, he still won't cooperate and disclose the location of the gold coins. Okay. So he. Of the coins he made. Of the coins he made. And. So in 2015, he was found in contempt of court for not disclosing the info and has been jailed ever since. No word on whether he will get out. They just, how long can you do that? Is it like a definite sentence? It's almost like you have to be like sentenced to like, I sentence you to seven years. Like, all right. Or what? is I it definite? Just, I don't what know. Is this, that's like, the it's thing. a political prisoner. <laughs> that's the thing. Doesn't it sound like some Guantanamo bullshit? Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, like what? Guy, like, blow up a bank? Like, who? The forgotten prisoner. Just like, well, we don't know what to do with him. He's not giving us his gold. Like, <laughs> I, I love the idea and, that he found it, melted down, and made five hundred gold coins that we know of. Well, I'm saying, like, you said that he, that's the old, that's the gold he could get from the wreckage, right? That's like he found the eighty. Did he go to the police immediately? I don't know. I don't know how he was caught yeah. or turned himself in or revealed the information, however you want to phrase that. I don't know what the circumstances are. And um, I also don't know his his like, his like family structure. Because if he has kids and a wife and at this point maybe even grandkids and shit and he's sitting on a stack of gold in the Cayman Islands or you know he found some way to a shuffle location. some of that you, shit. You need to go to that location. Well, no, he's... He I, like if that were me, I'd just sit on my hands and be like, you know, I'm, I'm I took care of my family and everybody's taken care of, and I'm getting three squares and fuck the government and you know we'll, we'll just 
ride this out. I'd stay too, but I'm just sitting there like, yeah. I could pay I'd my lawyer to fight this all day. Like, let's do this. I would tell the family to get more gold and just take it out the location as much as possible. Oh, dude, and I bet that. I'm assuming it's scuba. I'm assuming it's a scuba thing, right? Oh, to get the gold. I love that. Yeah. Mystery is a valuable skill now. In the, in our, so if I find if I find where the gold is, will you go down and get it? Mystery? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll risk everything. Thank you. <laughs> this this totally lends itself to a legendary name, because we're going to go find Tommy Thompson's gold. Tommy Thompson. I'm going to look it up. The SS Central America. That's, I'm already, I wrote that down. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Right. I thought that was a pretty I mean, uninventive name. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> That's perfect. Why not the boom house? The money boat. The money boat. Yeah, exactly. The money boat. In Check it out. It's the money boat. SS, nothing to see here. SS, nothing to see here. I'm going to post something into the chat. See if it makes a little picture. If not, that's not, that's not a. Oh, it does. Yay. So, oh, Sean. Uh, this is one of those just cool products I want to talk about. I thought it was really cool. This might. I always like to look out for things that maybe we can utilize in the future of just like whatever. <laughs> so describe what you see to the audience and then I'll talk about what this is. But it's always fun to hear your take. Okay. Um, audience, do you remember the Ninja Turtles ooze canister from back in the day where it was like two silver ends capped by some translucent goo? That's the basic shape here, except um, two white plastic ends, and in the middle it looks like a uh, some sort of colored panel. And... Goo? No, well, yeah, that was the tran- that was the uh, Ninja Turtles goo. But this... this Isn't is it ooze? Ooh, ooze? Check that out. I yeah, sent another ooze, picture, too, ooze. to show the size. Same difference. That thing's huge, and isn't this the decibel <laughs> the decimal reader? Did we already talk about this? We hell yeah, buddy. Damn it! The, <laughs> I I was not sure. Damn. Like, this looks like this looks like that one. Thing I thought I listened up. to the end of our last episode. I looked around for it. Oh man, that that was my last one because I thought I hadn't done it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, I got to find one I can bring us out on. Sorry, I'm so embarrassed. No. So tell uh, for those who did not listen to the last episode, give us a brief rundown of what you're what you're showing here. Oh, well, shit. I don't want to now. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't hear the last one. Okay. Well, basically, it's a it's an ambient sound lamp, and I just thought it was kind of cool because it's something we could use. I talked about this already? We could, uh, <laughs> I thought for the future, especially for me, because I'm always, like, talking too loud when I'm, like, drunk or something. It's always like, wah, wah, wah. So that'd be a way to subtly tell me to shut the fuck up is set the decibel <laughs> lamp somewhere in the corner. <laughs> is it portable? Well, you can see they're holding it in their hands. Yeah, it's like a big old I, lamp. I mean, it's the size of a fucking baby. The thing is huge. It, it, yeah. And it's uh last 14 hours. And there's no there's no word if they're actually going to sell it commercially. It's just like a prototype thing. But I've always liked this idea because, like, I feel like there should be a setting on TVs. Like, you watch a show and all the people are whispering and then they're like, bah, bah, bah. And I know that's on some way that's dramatic, but I wish there was just some decibel level just like never go above this no matter what <laughs> and it's like that in lamp form but i want that like on tv form and just have it like a mode like shut the fuck up mode or something because it's just like, it's like i want to tell you a secret and then it's like bah! like some crazy loudness all of a sudden i feel you on that one i oh, hate that well there's that stupid story i talked about god 
<laughs> yeah, it's good. If you want to hear uh, more of our thoughts on it, listen to the last episode, apparently. So unprofessional. But I definitely remember going over that. Um, so I swear, I, I clicked around, I swear. I don't visit this too often, uh, but TikTok, are you guys TikTokers? Are you... Are you Anybody, uh, I don't have the app on my phone or no. anything, so I yeah. see like if it's on Reddit, I'll see like sometimes it's like a post. I feel like I'm like twenty twenty years too old for that app. <laughs> exactly. I feel like I feel like we're better for it, but I don't want to cast disparages. But <laughs> that being said, I yeah, have we probably we probably it. should do one. It's like but it's like perfect. Know, we're right. only funny for like ten seconds. <laughs> That'd be perfect for us. So a TikTok star. Uh, has been making a shit ton of money by selling her farts in a jar and selling them for $1,000 a piece. Yeah, remember when I asked you to, to borrow $1,000 last Christmas? Or I the, do. Or the Christmas that just happened? Is that? And I said I said it was for that operation. <laughs> I do. I remember, to go, I remember telling you to go to hell. Oh, my God. He has a jar. He has an actual jar. <laughs> He was he was ready for this bit. <laughs> How did I know you were talking about this? Ah, uh, like like pure stink ass. Oh man, worth it. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, I God. I can't imagine. I absolutely can. That is crazy. I can't even get ten for mine. I've been trying. You don't keep look saying no. Like her is the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a fart everybody- is a fart. I, you know, I, I would trust your farts over someone else because I know you eat decently healthy. No? I, I, I think you're doing a know. lot of home cooking. Like, Mr. E. Sure, yeah. Mr. E probably has some uh, some decent farts. Yeah. Those non-toxic farts. Everyone likes I imagine yours is like a, like a dust that comes out when you fart. All, this, all, the, all, the, all the cracker <laughs> dust. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pee. It all just, like, dusts out of my ass. <laughs> I thought I, when you pee, it's like little cubes, like like a, coming out of a <laughs> like a marsupial, what, an egg timer, <laughs> an egg timer. <laughs> I call you. You're the only man who can clog the toilet with his fist. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you. Yep, yes, yes. So uh, she, this woman who sells her farts, her name is Stephanie Matto, and um, she has sold. Uh, you know, what? I'll tell her. I'll tell you this first. She first gained fame by appearing on 90 Day Fiance. You know, so oh great, boom, famous. They have some hot ones sometimes. Well, of course, right? Like, yeah, man. I imagine all of them are pretty cute. Yeah, that's why the person like goes through all the bulls. Well, it depends. If it's a chick <laughs> who's the foreign person, it's usually hot. If it's the guy that's the foreign person. See, I don't know. I don't want to make so any judgments. I have no fucking idea how this works. I assumed it was like a, you know a pack of ninety chicks and one dude that has to whittle them down, or vice versa. Well, ninety day fiance, like they have ninety days, like is the visa. That's how long it is, and and then afterwards they have to get married, or the person has to leave. I'm checking out. It's the, that that's what the ninety. <laughs> that's cool. So like these people have these like two year relationships via the phone. Like you know how we're all talking via. Via this, uh-huh. some guy like finds some Russian lady, like, hi, I'm so hot, and they talk like this for two years, like, we're hey, you're my, you're my girlfriend, I want you to be my fiance, and then they actually meet because she can have her, she can actually show up for 90 days, and it's like the first time they almost meet, the, <laughs> <laughs> and they have 90 days to either get married or they have to leave, and and the dude, the show's actually kind of fucking brilliant. It's like the show's crazy, but it's 
it's because there's so much just drama because everyone's because you know it's always some guy like there's there's like even like old dudes and they ship out these young people and you're just like what is this relationship it's so weird or that it's like people that are the same age and they actually do seem in love but it's just all weird it's weird bro <laughs> so yeah she was on that show and oh, god uh, well yeah. that explains a lot exactly so knowing uh you know she was uh very attractive and she sold her farts for one thousand dollars how much money do you think she made in two months before giving it up. Two months. Two months. Of, of farting? Of farting. And selling it online for $1,000 a pop. How much money did she make? I have a number that I want her to say, and then I have a, a hate the world number. Like, <laughs> like, world I want to be like she only made 10000 which is still like a lot of money, you know what I mean? For selling farts. But I feel it's going to be a hate the world number or something like she's made 45. So I'm going to say 45,000. Okay. All right. Yeah. I want that hate the world number. Yeah. Here it comes. 250 grand. $250,000. All right. Maestro, do you, do you want in on this? No, he's staring off into oblivion. So um, the grand total is $200,000. Congratulations, Mr. Wow. E. Yeah, I knew it. Isn't that crazy? That is hate the world number. Like, what are you people doing? At a thousand bucks a pop, that adds up so fast. Like, ridiculous. But that's well. How does it add up so fast if those like that's what I'm saying? Like, it's two hundred bottles. Two hundred a quarter of a million dollars. Two hundred thousand people had to buy. <laughs> not How long had, is two? Not had, chose to. Volunteered a thousand of their dollars oh, for I mean, this uh, transaction. Uh, <clears throat> Two months? Can you? Is it possible to have two thousand farts? Have you ever heard <laughs> the? Ex- <laughs> I think that's bullshit. No, it's not two thousand. It's two hundred farts. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm on drugs. Yeah, two hundred farts. But here's the thing: she once Over sixty days out ninety-seven f- jars in two days to keep up with demand. Shut the fuck up! What? Uh, the Taco Bell near there was coming up. Now, here's the thing. Say what you will about the whole ethics of selling farts. That's 3.3 3 farts a day. 200 by, divided by 60 is like 3.3 <laughs> farts a day. I mean, that, that's doable. Yeah, but you said that. you said 90 in two days or something? 97 like, farts in two days. Well, then she's probably cutting it down. Like, those are probably not pure farts. She probably fart, farted and then, like, got a little real air in there. So she, like, double up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely believe the farts were in those 97 jars. Yes. I definitely believe it, but uh, I bet you it's probably not as potent as those normal numbers, the normal number of farts of three a day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's fake. It's fake. I don't think this farts. Are well, here's the thing. It, it, say what you will about the ethics and all that, but like, if this is real and because at the end of the day, you're right. She could just capture some normal air seal on a lid and call it a day move on she probably puts like perfume in there or something no way no way no way with two hundred thousand dollars that'd be a ripoff two hundred two hundred different have purchases i would require okay if like i want to see how professional like, if, if the jar says number 2190 and, and there's a video it. of her doing it then that's the thousand then that's but if it's just literally like she's saying it, it she's just saying it is 
I looked just, up some there it is. That reviews. is a bull. Like, is there proof? Is there a proof? I looked That's up some Google reviews and it said, uh, let's see, five star, you got the stank ass. Uh, four star, uh, five star, super wet. Uh, you know, so, the, you know, she got high ratings. Is there proof? Is there any proof this has happened? Is there any video proof? That any of this has actually occurred where butt cheeks has gone into jar and then closed it afterwards. There's no video proof, but she did end up in the hospital for doing this. Dun dun dun. Did you know farting in a jar was bad for you? No, it's not really farting in a jar. So she switched her diet over. She did something to make herself fart more. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. She switched her diet over. Um. She what what is it? Uh, to beans, hard boiled eggs, yogurt, and protein items like protein muffins, shakes, and here's what I thought was very interesting: the protein stuff. She only ate because the farts smelled worse. So, she's putting some effort into this. That's the dilution. That's so you can dilute it. See, she can get more in. That's retarded. I mean, that's I mean. That is just <laughs> well. Could uh, you you could you could fart at once? Like, let's say you feel a big one coming on, so you like you cup like three jars down there, or you know if your boyfriend is gonna help off of this, or her girlfriend help make money off of this two hundred thousand. Fucking, I'd hold a fart to someone's ass for this. Why not? You guys want to start I, this I've, business? Cut me in. I'll hold. This it. is gross, but I've actually figured out what she's doing. Okay, so she has specialized trash bags and. She probably like poke one hole in it with like a straw and then you pinch it off, right? Then you fart into the trash bag because it fills the space. So one little like twink, that's like fills the whole trash bag. That's like five jars right there. I like that. You think it's like like that a lot. You think it's like one per thing? There's no way. There's just no way it's that. I would assume it is, but you're right. You're probably right. No. Yeah. So we're all in a trash bag. Probably, probably in a hermetically sealed room because she's definitely on the up and up, um, <laughs> like a fan collecting it and stuff. Hermetically she's she like hooks up to her apparatus every day and just she's like, like just a just like a up. CDC outfit on or some shit like because it would as I a mean, funnel. If you're talking about that, at what point do you just not like shit in a jar and collect the smell and funnel it into other jars? Like, right? Like we're talking about talking about you really want to farm your ass. That smell. is the G- that she's farming it then. That that'd be pure a never ending. She only has to do that once. Right. Let's cut down on the work here. You're Let's a genius. You I'm stupid. Stacks. I was farming in trash bags. That's like five or six. You just created like twenty. Thirty. Uh, you know, that's That's amazing. <laughs> We can you get just this done. Quadrupled her ability. Unfortunately, oh God. that is not the direction she pivoted. So she went to the hospital because she thought she was having a heart attack. Turned out her new diet was just giving her terrible, terrible gas pains. And every time she everywhere. Oh yeah, every time she breathed, she felt she said it felt like pinching of the heart or something. It's just like a pressure oh, building up. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, she pivoted away, and her family is grateful for it, and this and that, and she walked away with her two hundred thousand. Good for her. But now, thanks to this new fame she garnered from farting in a jar and having a heart attack from it, she has since launched her new NFT, and right. it's it's uh, what is it? Uh, the first generative fart jar NFT collection. 
I say, is it like an NFT fart and a fart? Yeah, they're they're. I, I shit you not. Their catchphrase is "Imagine the smell." <laughs> I hate what we're becoming. We've hit a new age, folks. <laughs> I'm starting to hate what we're becoming. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that what does that mean i'm old is that the official well, i didn't think i was but now is this what's happening i think you officially crossed the crossed oh my god crossed the, yeah, threshold, the threshold oh jeez we're going warp 10 bro i don't like what's it's getting weird i you know it's funny i was saving the story because i was like you know what we've talked about poop a lot so i'll just save the story and then like why not threw it in there yeah that yeah, we had poop shield oh uh, well hey. we didn't, it wasn't really about poop shield yeah I'm glad to be uh, back on air, and uh, we're going to be doing this next yes. week. And I yes. guess we'll be, you know, remote next time. That'll all depend on how Mr. E is feeling and how Max is feeling and how everything is going. But we'll see you again next week regardless. Right, guys? Yes. All right. All right. Yes. Hurrah. Thanks, everybody. Hurrah. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.